Good evening and welcome to Points in the Paint. I am Doug, he is Sam, and we are back to talk some NBA. It is NBA All-Star season. Uh, the starters were named last week. The reserves were named just a couple of hours ago. Um, so we are ready to jump in, the, uh, jump in there and take a look at that. Looks like uh, we will also be joined by, let me add him real quick, Mr. Joe Winkle as well. So, Joe, welcome to the show. What's up, everybody? You guys got me? Hey, there we go. We're We're live. What's up, folks? How's How's it going, sir? All right. So, uh, let's start with the starters that were named last week. All right. How are we doing, man? Some time to kind of think about those guys. So, uh, we'll start on the east side. Um, Kevin Durant, Giannis, Joel Embiid, Trey Young, who was a bit of a surprise for folks, and DeMar DeRozan um, in there. Uh, so out of those five, Trey Young is kind of the guy. Now, he's one of my he's one of my favorite guys, but he is one of the guys that people were kind of a little bit surprised that he got the nod um, there. Out of those five guys, who's kind of the guy who surprises you? Um, you know, any of those names seem out of place there to you guys? No, I think Trey Young is probably one of the better point guards in the Eastern Conference. If you look at starting point guards, I mean, our point Lonzo's out, but like numbers wise, he's probably putting up the best numbers among point guards in the East. So I'm not surprised. He's flashy. He's probably the most, I mean, out of all the other ones, Trey Young's the biggest surprise, but not. Really, in a sense, because I mean, I, I'm looking at all the guards in the East too, like the point guards at least. And Boston doesn't really have a all-star point guard, but Knicks don't. I mean, Philly, no. Like name a team in the East with a dynamic point. I guess, I guess Kyle Lowry in Miami, but he can easily be like a replacement or something. But Trey Young's real popular. Yeah, and Lowry's games. missed. A, yeah, Lowry's missed so, games. Young's like the only point guard in the East that hasn't missed games. Slash, I mean, you think of. Missed games and the combination of that with also uh, the stats are there. Yeah. I think the, the all-star starters of the East are the right five. I'm glad DeMar got the nod. I mean, it was pretty unanimous that he would. Um, there's some reserves that I saw today that I'm glad got in, and we'll get to them. But, uh, yeah, definitely happy for, like, for what we've for what we, what we got, really. I mean, the – I don't know who's going to – I guess the question is going to be who's going to replace Durant because I'm assuming he probably won't play in the game. But, uh, you know, the rest of them were obvious. Led off by probably the MVP of the league in a landslide if Nikola Jokic didn't exist because the numbers Embiid are put, is putting up right now are absolutely stupid. But, uh, yeah, I think it was the right five. Yeah, I agree. I, th- I think at some point, um, flop Trey Young for for Zach, and I think I, these these were the five that I had voted for too. So yeah, I agree with I agree with both you guys. Yeah, that's probably the right five there. It's- Just out of point, there's not a really a lot of all star point guards in the East. I mean, Kyle Lowry's probably the only one, but he's a veteran, you know. And Miami's, I mean, Miami's okay, but Trey Young, he's, I mean, he he resonates more with the younger generation. You know, he's a shooter, you know, flashy passer. So yeah. I think he'll 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 always get the nod for All Star games and stuff like that. Flipping over to the West, yeah, go ahead. Sorry, Joe. I was gonna say the only other one that I'd be comfortable with 
but I don't even think he made the reserves because he's the one I was looking out for. That's like all-star guard worthy, and he's more of a future up next kind of guy. Is um, Lamelo Ball because his numbers mm-hmm. are pretty good. I mean, you you're averaging That's twenty points, seven rebounds, seven assists as like a twenty year old. That's pretty damn good. I forgot so, like, about him, but he'll think, probably get the yeah. Um, so we'll see because he didn't make the reserves. I don't believe. He might be the he might be a replacement for Kevin Durant because he is like six eight, so he can at least play four position. <laughs> so if, if Zach don't make it, he could make it too. Yeah. And I mean yeah. the Bulls already have uh DeMar, so they might I mean he could he it could he could make it. I wouldn't be surprised if he was a replacement. Yeah, I was a little shocked that he didn't uh that he I didn't get selected, but yeah, as a starter. I mean I spent nineteen I guess we'll save it for like snubs, but yeah, that's just kind of one that I would have thrown up there. So, jumping over then to the West, um, obviously LeBron, uh, Nikola Jokovic, your reigning MVP, Andrew Wiggins, Steph Curry, and Ja Morant are your starters there. Ja obviously being um, a first time starter. Um, Andrew Wiggins was the guy that surprised me. Uh, there now maybe I maybe it's just because he's a West Coast team and I don't see them play nearly as much, but he was the guy that I was like, whoa, he he was named a starter, but over say like a Luka Doncic or somebody like that. Um, out of those five, what are kind of you guys' thoughts on on those five? I think Wiggins is the biggest surprise. I I saw that and I was like, wait, really? He got voted in, but maybe he's been playing like I mean he's probably been playing you know some really good consistent ball. You know, for Golden State, and I mean, obviously Steph's been balling out, so and then Draymond's there and Clay's back, so but I mean, maybe he's been putting up numbers. He's kind of been doing what they wanted Kelly Oubre to do last year and been like that legit third option. Um, I don't even really know what his numbers are, but and but Golden State's, you know, they're doing really good, so that could be not to him. And maybe on the defensive side too, he's um I mean, he's having he's having a bigger impact shutting down the wing players. I mean. He's probably one of the better perimeter defenders in the league now, especially with Kawhi being out, Paul George being out. It's like him and Jimmy Butler are like the top tier wing defenders. So here's the problem: when you you mentioned his numbers, they're not great. He's the twenty, he's the twenty fifth leading scorer in the West, and he's an All Star starter. The problem with this is the system, the format, the formatic system of having to have two guards, two forwards, and a center, because other guys that are more deserving, uh, Devin Booker, absolutely, Devin Booker should be the fifth All Star starter. Let's just let's just get that out of the way. The fifth All Star starter in the West should be Devin Booker, um, but you know he's a guard. You could have Luca because he's labeled as both, and if they're gonna label Luca as a potential forward, him not being there is pretty bad. Because he's averaging twenty five nine and nine, he's um, a reserve. Yeah, I know he's a reserve, but just as like a starter, um, Wiggins. I would say Wiggins. I don't even know if Wiggins should even be in the All Star game. That's Joe froze on us there. Just me. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not trying to be that. I don't want to be. Oh, you still got me. My yeah, you, got you. You, got, you guys hear me? Okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I don't want to. You know. I don't want to say it like be a hater, but I don't think Wiggins probably should even be in the All Star game. Um, that's just the again twenty fifth leading score in the West. I I feel like I don't know how much the fan vote plays into it. The 
think we lost him again. Yeah. But I feel like that had to back a lot of him being able to be a starter. Are you guys? Are you guys? Do you guys keep losing me? We got you. Yeah, we got you back now. But Hello? we just saw. Yeah. Okay, my bad. That's weird. No Let me. Yeah. Well, Joe's trying to reconnect there. Um, I was. Oh, you guys can cool. switch to a. They did have the, uh, the how the things are weighted in terms of the in terms of the votes um, in there. I will see if I can endeavor and find that. It's got to be more than just his numbers, though. I think the deep the fact that he's having on a perimeter defense because Golden State's defense has been hellacious, and he's a real good cause of that. I think his those numbers are what they're taking into account, which would make sense too because he's he's focusing more on defense, not really you know he scores you know as need be, but um. Yeah, that 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 makes perfect sense. Then why he's uh, why he why he got the nod? I think he. I mean, I think it's a long time. I think it's a long time coming. I mean, he's been in the league like seven years now. I don't know if he's an all star, but um, he just never really lived up to what people wanted him to be. I still think like he's good enough to average like twenty eight, eight, and like eight, like you know thirty, like you know kind of like what Lamelo is. I mean, heck, even like ten plus rebounds, he's that good, but just never really panned out. But Did not find those percentages, um, but uh, while we're here, let's talk about uh, the the big thing they the big point they made last week. And obviously, now taking a grain of salt that, that the standings have changed a little bit, but on TNT last week they made the point that no team that was leading the conference. So at that point, it was Miami in the East, Phoenix in the West had an All Star Game starter. Now, obviously, they've got those backfilled now um, in the reserves. But they thought it was just a little weird that as of that point, um, neither of those teams had an all-star game. <clears throat> you know, Devin Booker's obviously worthy of doing that. Um, maybe Lowry over Young um, there to I, get the East. I'm going to try to get this in with that point if, as long as my – I don't know why my stuff's crapping out. I'm sorry that it is, guys. But let me – that's tough to have that. Like, obviously, for Phoenix, it's one thing because they have a gap. But for the East, like, the top six teams are separated by, like, all games. So, today, like, I guess the Nets are on the losing streak, so they're a couple games back now. But, like, the Bucks could be the one seed today. The, the Bulls could be the one seed tomorrow. The Sixers could be the one seed or the next day. The freaking Cavs could be the one seed. Like, that's all, like, going up and down. Uh, so, like, you know, that's – I think Booker. What I was trying to say while I was cutting out earlier, I was talking about like Wiggins. I didn't. I would. I wouldn't have put him at all in like the All Star game. I don't know if the fan vote had anything to do with it. I know. I think there was a thing years ago that like Zaza Pachulia got the massive yeah. fan vote from Golden State and ended that. up being an All Star starter. So I don't know if that weight had to do with anything, because like I was just saying, if you're putting forwards in, if you're going to say Luca's a forward, he should have been an All Star. Start. He should have been a starter. Mm-hmm. Um, Devin Booker should be the fifth starter in the All Star game. He's had a fantastic season on the one seed, the team that's clearly the best team in the NBA right now. By a, in a year where there's more good teams in the NBA than ever, probably, like there's more teams that you can actually say this team can win a championship or at least go to the finals and easily at least get to the, the conference finals than ever, probably in the history of the league. 
the fact that the one team that is clearly at least not head and shoulders, but head above the league doesn't have an all-star starter is a bit unfortunate. And that's pretty bad. I don't want to hate on Wiggins, but Wiggins being an all-star is a bit bad. It's, it's, it's wild to me. It's wild to me. Yeah. I found the voting breakdown. It is 50% fan vote, 25% media vote, 25% player vote. Is the so you probably got a large majority of fan votes, and he might have got some media votes, especially what he's done on the defensive side of the ball. And Golden State's been – Golden State's – I mean, you figure Phoenix is going to be good this year. They were good last year. But Golden State being this good, you know, one of the top teams in the West kind of surprised some teams. I think that's more of a testament to the team's success and whatnot because if Clay had been playing, you know, since the beginning of the year, it'd probably be Stephen Clay voted in uh, and Splash Brothers. Uh, but yeah, you know they got it. They had to get another guy, and Steph was going to get in, and you know, and heck, even Draymond got in. <laughs> so, um, so, but yeah, I'm, I am surprised the yeah. Wiggins made it. But yeah, you know that that fan voting, man, fifty percent. Well, I want to, I want to ask what you guys one thing. What's the process for captains being named? Because it's definitely not the two best players in each league in each conference. That was determined. It's supposed to be the the two top vote getters. In each, oh, in each oh yeah. okay. Yep. So, yeah. So that's so that's right. why it's Katie. Yeah, that's why it's Katie and LeBron. That's tough. That's unfortunate because the yeah, captain should be the, West will the always captain be should be Embiid. In the East. It'll always be somebody from a New York team. Yeah. You think so? Well, well I mean, Giannis got the cap. Yeah, Giannis was the captain for a few years before Durant went to the Nets, or at least the year Durant was injured. But the, the two captains should be Jokic and Embiid, if we're being honest. Right. But, oh, well. Plus, those two bantering, like, on the picks would be hilarious. Yeah, I hope they'll have them all mic'd up so we can Jokic know. and <laughs> – yeah. Like, if, if, if it was Embiid – even if it was Embiid and LeBron, Embiid, Embiid – I think so Embiid should have been named a captain – Yes, and B should have been named a captain just for the comedy purposes of when they picked the teams. That would have been hilarious. Yeah, KD will take it seriously. He wants to win. KD's weird, yep. dude. Like he got when he got mad during the USA thing with Bam on the bye was shooting the ball, like, and that kind of blew up. It's like he gets like he gets all angry and triggered by like all these little things. And I'm like, like the whole PJ Tucker thing in the finals last year, which I thought was really good. And been like with their buddies, and I mean, I don't know. Like, I, I thought he kind of overblew that too, but not. Nah, but they no, they're. Right. I mean, I think he's just competitive. He's just competitive. Yeah, yeah. And that's yeah. Basketball purist. He is competitive. That's there's no lie about that. I agree with you there. All righty. So switching back to the reserves, then um, we'll start on the east side. Um, since that is where my heart lies. So uh, current bull, Stack Levine, made it for the second straight year. Former bull, Jimmy Butler, um, along with Darius Garland from the Cavs, who's probably the, the city representative there. Um, James Harden, Chris Middleton from the Bucks, Jason Tatum from the Celts, and Fred Van Fleet um, from the Raptors, who the Bulls are playing tonight. Um, and they were talking about that during the game earlier. That Fred Van Fleet is one of the is one of six um, only six players in NBA history to go from undrafted player to the NBA All Star game. And two of those six were um, guys that came over from the ABA. One of them being Moses Malone. I can't remember who the other guy was. So 
um, doesn't not something that happens a lot. So that's really kind of a cool thing for for Fred Van Fleet to to hit that. Fred Van Fleet's a workhorse, man. He's been I remember watching him in college at Wichita State, and then we see him balling out in the finals. And I mean, he he's like he's like the epitome of Jimmy Butler, you know, unheralded came in and literally made himself to an all star. Because you say same thing about I mean, Jimmy Butler wasn't undrafted, you know, but he was you know late you know round pick and. They already kind of pegged the ceiling, but man, you know, I, I love you know Fred Van Fleet's story and just you know, uh, you know that in fact that he's playing at such a high level, yeah, well deserving. And I didn't I'm, even see uh, Zach made it. I, yep. I just saw that when you were saying at the bottom of the screen. I didn't see that when I first scrolled through there, so that's oh, yeah. good too. Yep. But I mean, I I know they had to give us a second player too because we've been we've been one of the top teams in the league. Mm-hmm. Chris yeah. I would like to see team. Zach um, start. I part of me kind of wanted to see Vooch here, but I can see why he's not. Um, yeah, they're it's 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 tough and it's tough for for those guys in the East, um, even with as many double doubles as he's turning out. But yeah, uh, so unfortunately not. Uh, Joe, anybody in the East? Let's anybody on the East side um, surprise you? Anybody? And we'll start with the surprise, and then we'll jump into the snub. So anybody surprising um, there? Okay, so. Surprises? Not really. I guess I was a little surprised about Garland, but I'm excited. He he deserves it. I mean, he is part of one of the soon-to-be best duos in the NBA for the next decade. Him and I could Colin sit Sexton. here for an hour and tell Huh? Colin Sexton? No, Evan Mobley. I could sit oh. here. This oh, is, yeah. I could sit here and – I could sit here for an hour and tell you guys how Evan Mobley in five years is one of the five best players in the NBA. Like he's ridiculous. Um, I knew I knew he wouldn't be an All Star just because of like how because of stats and stuff. But I'm glad Garland is. Um, but yeah, the Cavs. I love the Cavs. The Cavs and the Grizzlies are like my two guilty pleasures this year for the NBA. Like I absolutely love how those teams are put together and how they work. Um, so I'm super hyped for Garland. I'm a huge Fred Van Vliet guy, Rockford stand-up. Um, so glad that he's in. He's been great, too, this year. He'll get some all-NBA buzz, especially if that team somehow, like, makes the playoffs if they don't sell at the deadline next week, which they might. I don't know what they're going to do. But he's been awesome. Uh, look at the rest of the guys. Middleton's not a shock. Um, Levine obviously got a touch on him. He was – I. It would have, I mean, he had to probably be one of the first reserves to put that were put in. He was top five, top six in scoring throughout the beginning of the year before he kind of, before he got hurt for a bit. So he was great. Jimmy, obviously, being what he is on that team. So, yeah, I wouldn't say there's any uh, any guys I would probably take out um, because I think all the, I, you know, you, the one thing that's lacking in the East compared to the West is like the big. So when you say Vucevic, I understand. Um, yep. I guess the one I'm guy you would at. take out if you, the only, if you were to take out even for Vooch is probably Garland. Um, but I think Garland definitely deserves to be in it. If you're going to have a guy from Cleveland in it, it would probably be him. He's got the best stats outside of I'm pretty yeah I'm pretty sure he's leading them in scoring um so you put him in compare uh so I understand it. it's why like Lamelo's not an inner pooch. Mm-hmm. so I understand and bam 
probably not in it for the – he's been injured a Injuries. lot. He was healthy for most of the season. Yeah, if he was healthy throughout the most of the season, he would have probably been in it. So, yeah, you know, I like I like what the East has, really. It's a lot of guys deserving. The only guys I would – the only real person I would say maybe is like on the fringe would have been LaMelo. Yeah. I think LaMelo will make it his third year. Uh, he probably could have made it this year because he is that he's just box off, box office, but he's still a young player at the end of the day. What is he twenty? Yeah, he's just not even twenty one. He might be not. Yeah, he's like yeah, he's super young. But, yeah. um, he might be an injury. He might be a replacement this year. You know, uh, I could see him getting voted in because he. I mean, he just has a feel for the game and a flair too. He's fun to watch. Yeah, he is in the uh, in the, oh yeah, Rising of course, Stars game. Um, yeah, and we'll do and we'll do those after we're done with talking about the reserves and stuff here. Um, we'll run through those two rosters, um, but but yeah, but oh he'll, yes. But he'll, All right, so you're saying I should have saved my Evan Mobley take for that? Yeah, save your Evan Mobley okay. take for that <laughs> over there. Okay, because um, I got stuff. Let me get off my chest. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Okay, and then jumping over to the west side, um, like we talked about, Devin Booker um, is is on there. Luka Doncic also, Rudy Gobert, uh, Draymond we talked about, uh, Donovan Mitchell, Chris Paul, and Carl Anthony Towns round out your West rosters um, over there. So thoughts on the the West side? Maybe Carl Anthony Towns is surprised, but he's probably putting up some big numbers. But and maybe I think he's he said he wanted to play more defense. I know he's a defense has been kind of suspect. So maybe he is playing more on the defensive end, which should make sense. I mean, Minnesota's kind of just – they're just not good. Um, they're just young. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I think Towns is probably the only one. Draymond, you know, Draymond, you know, what he does for Golden State. Uh, that might just be – you know, that's not a surprise there. He's not really an all-star, but he he does a lot of good things for a really good team. So, but getting his just dues. But, yeah, nothing for me. Yeah, I'm, I I like Cat uh, making it. Um, I've had my you know ups and downs with him, um, and whatnot. Uh, but you know they're seventh in the West right now, and he's played real good ball. Uh, so I think he's definitely deserving of of being an All Star. Good to see, like we talked about, Devin Booker obviously probably should be a starter. Um, Draymond being in it is a choice, but hey, your average he's is injured. Seven, he's, eight, in, seven. he's injured. Yeah. So like I, I know I think they just too, right? they just nominated him knowing that okay, but we're gonna replace him with somebody else. So both of the players are trying to get the all star, you know, rec- recognition that they were all stars, whether they're replacement or not. But yeah, I mean there's just there's that's the thing. I wonder who will I wonder who's gonna actually get it for him. That's what I'm interested in. I don't know who I would have to lose kind of look. Uh, but no, a lot of the, the guys in the West reserves wise all deserve it. Um, the one thing I wasn't able to say, because I was cutting out earlier, we were talking about the starters, was I'm really glad John Morant. Uh, I mean, obviously, if he were a starter, so I'm really glad he's a, and a starter. Uh, he's been spectacular this year. He'll probably at this rate be one of the MVP finalists outside of the two bigs. So good for him. 
Yeah, I've loved Ja since since he burst on the scene in college, and yeah, he's he's one of my favorites. Um, he actually he was the guy I was hoping to land the year that we took Kobe. Um, the Bulls took Kobe, um, just because they just weren't high enough up in the draft to take. Ja. Oh yeah, yeah, we knew, but we knew he was. You know, we what? knew he wasn't coming. But you know, I'm Doug, Doug, he was linked to us early in that year. I remember I was like, who's this Ja Morant guy? And he was because they thought he was going to like seven or eight. And then he leapfrogged, you know, in the tournament and, and then in the NCAA tournament, what he did in those games. And he was, like, top two. And they're like, man, he should have went number one now. If they did that draft, they would have had him go number number one to the Pelicans. And yep. which would probably have been better. I think, Zion, I think Zion would be a better fit in Memphis, you know, gritty and uh, not – yeah. Yeah. I mean, not as Pelican. much gumbo to eat in Memphis. <laughs> yeah, Memphis. But, yeah, you could be, like, Zach Randolph 2.0, you know, but he's more explosive. And, uh Yeah. And all Memphis would have needed was like a point guard or something. Eventually, they probably could have got like Lambda. Crazy how things could have panned out, but uh, yeah, the Bulls were linked to uh to John Morant early. I remember that too. And then I remember I was like, I don't know. I, I remember I was kind of a little shaky because I'm like, he, I'm like, he's like Westbrook. You can get hurt, but he's a stud, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's been he's been everything is advertised and more, and it's and it's been great. So, um. Yeah, great to see him playing, you know, making the all-star game and um, being a starter there. Uh, yeah, and I agree with you guys. Not No no kind of crazy snubs this year. A um, couple of guys that maybe you know, kind of borderline, but, um, you know, nothing too, too, too wild there with those. Jumping over into the, uh, what do they call this, the rising stars game, the rookie slash sophomore games. So we'll do the right. We'll do the rookies. We'll do the sophomores, and then we'll do the. There's four guys, I guess, coming up from the G League to play in this game. Um, so rookies are Scotty Barnes from Toronto, Cade Cunningham from the Pistons, Io from Chicago, Chris, Chris Dart. Yeah, let's try that again. Chris Duarte from the Pacers, Josh Giddy from the Thunder, Jalen nice. Green from the Rockets, Herbert Jones from the Pelicans, Davion Mitchell Ooh. from the Kings. Evan Mobley from the Cavs, Alperin Sengun from the Rockets, Jalen Suggs, Alperin and Franz and Franz Wagner from the Magic. That's so, a really good cast, and Franz Wagner is going to be really, really good, man. Like, yeah, he, he, Franz is probably the, the guy that yep, I'm like. He is. He is a he's, bad, bad man. He could be everything they wanted to the little Gallinari and Andre Bynarni. He's six ten, and he could be like, yeah, another, yeah, freaking. Or what's the dude, Chandler Parsons, 6'10", shooter. I mean, never Kevin Durant pretty much. Matchup nightmare. As long as he can He's got a bag, ball. though, too. Yeah, he can put the ball on the floor. That's all I'm saying. He, and he's big. That's a, that's a key. And I mean, and his mm-hmm. playmaking and other parts of his game improve. I like Josh Kitty a lot, too. I like Josh Kitty's game. I know I had a buddy from Canada who put me on a Josh Kitty. <laughs> um and of course, I love Iowa. So that's a good. And Mobley's good as a stud too. I've seen Mobley. He's got nice, nice touch. Yeah, definitely I not. Felt, a, I fell in love with Suggs from Gonzaga. You know, during their yeah. tournament last year. Yeah, so that's how they went out in, in a championship game. But I, I mean, there's a real. This is a really good rookie class. Or there's some good players in this class. I mean, even somebody like an Iowa. I mean, who went second round. I mean, I mean, even the, the class before that, with Mobley and some of those guys. There's some nice young talent in the league. John Moran, obviously, and. Uh, but man, you know, LaMelo and Suggs, and I mean, yeah, 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 that God, yeah, that, rookie, God that, made that us. rookie is really, is really, really strong. 
God made us sit through four or five years of Cavs Warriors or whatever it was so we could have the league more talented than it's ever been in the history of time. Uh, if I could, I, I could, I mean, okay, so just the um, only one I'm shocked on is Jalen Green, but I mean, top three pick. He's had some ups and downs. Um, Davion Mitchell, my guy, the greatest nickname ever, off night, uh, future. All league defender, he's amazing. Uh, he has got potential. Nice to see him in it. Suggs, I'm I'm interested about Suggs and his consistency, but cool to see him in it. Probably shocked out of the rookies this year because I when they made the pick, I was like, I don't know. I was shocked, but he's been awesome. Scotty Barnes too, because he when he went fourth, it kind of made a lot of things in that draft go to places you weren't expecting it to. Uh, and he's been awesome for the Raptors. The Raptors have like the weirdest, but the greatest, fanciest built roster ever with just a bunch of dudes who are like six, seven, six, eight wings all on the floor. And they made, um, I was been in uh, I remember when people were asking me about uh, the season last year, like, we think he could go in the draft. I kept saying anywhere from – I thought there were so many good guys in this draft that he could go anywhere from the lottery to, like, early second round. Um, 38, obviously way too low, but he's been he's been amazing. Uh, Herbert Jones, as of late, has been really good for the Pelicans. Uh, so I'm glad he's – and then, of course, my guy, Evan Mobley. Look, uh, he's one of the – if you if you did just like a if we, if we just did like an asset draft and we drafted what we thought the best assets in the NBA were, he would he, he would probably be one of the six or seven highest assets in the NBA right now. He's the great he's the best defender at 19 years old I've ever seen. Um, already averaging like 15.7 rebounds. The way he can can guard all these different positions, his IQ, his ability to do so many different things, the way that roster works. Um, I love Mobley as a what his future is, um, and yeah, he's he's a difference maker, man. He's gonna be a difference maker for a long time. I haven't yeah. seen enough of Mobley, but from what I've seen from the highlights, I think he is gonna be good. And I remember him at uh, USC because there was another Mobley there too. They were like and they were both really good. I think they were both for tall. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe the other one was like six eight or something. So. Um, I think uh, my buddy who, who kind of wanted the Pistons to take Mobley as opposed to Kay Cunningham, but or not Kay Cunningham, Mobley. I can't remember, but uh, yeah, I agree that I think Mobley's going to be a really good player. Cleveland, I mean, Cleveland lost LeBron, but they got you know Garland, they got Mobley, and they got Sexton. They got some nice young talent. They they had Kevin Porter Jr. and they traded him. I think they got something for that. So yeah. Yeah, Isaiah, the guy you're thinking about. Oh, so, yeah, sorry. The guy you were talking about was uh, Isaiah Mobley. He's still um, at USC. USC. He'll probably be drafted next year, yeah. He's a guard. He's kind of a guard wing combo player. But, no, they got guys, and it sucks, like, for the Cavs just as a whole, like, Sexton being out, that's tough because you could use him because especially this year with how hurt they are at guard, there's a couple pieces I'm hoping that they kind of try to get because they have a team that can – make some noise in the playoffs. Plus, for what they're going to be in the future with Garland and Mobley and company, they're going to need mm-hmm. this year to have to get their feet wet. Um, Rubio, they had Rubio, and he was playing awesome. Uh, 
and then he got hurt. So it's yeah, it's been tough. But like I know he was, you know, Bulls guy, but Laurie Market has been great for them too. And Jared Allen has been like the fact that the Nets gave up Jared Allen for no reason at all just to throw him into the Harden trade, hilarious. Considering they are literally the team that needs anything because their team is so depleted, it's so funny. The funniest thing in the world. Dude, I'm not even the whole um what's his not Laurie Marketing dude. He man, he's he's probably staying healthy for Cleveland now. He just never panned out for us. And that typically what happens mm-hmm. to Chicago players, they leave Chicago and then all of a sudden they want to blossom. But that's good yeah. for him. And yeah, they're a young team and they're hungry, so um I get it. All right, and then to finish off uh for the rising stars game, um on the sophomore side, Precious Achuya from the Raptors, Cole Anthony from Magic, uh, LaMelo from the Hornets, Desmond Bain from the Grizzlies, Sadiq Bay of the Pistons, Anthony Edwards from the T-Wolves, Tyrese Halliburton from the Kings, Tyrese Maxey from the 76ers, Jaden McDaniels of the T-Wolves, Isaac Okoro from the Cavs, Isaiah Stewart of the Pistons, and Jason Jason Tate of the Rockets. And then there are four G League Ignite Ignite guys. I don't know who any of these guys are. Um, Marjon Bochamp, Dyson, Dyson Daniels, Jaden Hardy, and Scoot Henderson. Uh, I can comment a little bit on the G League guys. I know I've heard of Dyson Daniels. Um, I've, I've, I know I've heard of both of them, but the Dyson – but the – the one that's definitely like top tier is Jaden Hardy. Uh, he got a lot of buzz. I think he was like a sophomore in high school. Uh, like I think him there was a t- uh, when they were juniors, his team and Chet Holmgren's team with each other, and it was a huge deal. He's he's real good. I don't I kind of like uh, Amani Bates did. Um, not as hard as Imani Bates did, um, but uh, Jaden Hardy's a solid player. So it'll be cool to see like Jaden Hardy get out there. So he's really, like big on him. Like, he, um, that because he would be a freshman right now, like with Holmgren and Von Caro. That recruiting class. He's up there. Busted up there on us, Joe. Yeah. Um, Sam, what about the – anybody on the and that sophomore roster? Obviously, we talked a little bit about Mello. Um, any of those guys? There's obviously a lot of, of Pistons on there. Um, any of those guys kind of stick out to you? No, and they, there's a – there's a lot of young talent. I gotta go back in there. The, the four guys you named, I've never even heard of those G League guys. Uh, but all those other guys, there's just uh, Jalen, you know, uh, Jalen Green, Kay Cunningham. Um, it's good, you know. And I mean, obviously, those really bad teams are gonna have a nice lot of young talent, like the, the Pistons and whatnot. So it'd be good to kind of get those teams some exposure as well, because you know, there's you know, still you know, they're still in the league. But yeah. Yeah, no, I, I I actually like that game. Um, I think it's good to showcase some of those young guys, um, just so that folks kind of see kind of the next 
evolution as because you know LeBron and KD and those guys they're not going to be around forever. So it's nice to see you know kind of the, the up and coming guys that might be in that All Star game here in the next couple of years. So can you guys hear me again? By the way, I'm sorry. I don't know what yep. happened. <laughs> oh, so did you hear my G League take? Because I was talking about I was trying to mention how I know some of them. Um, I was saying J. Uh, I've heard of all four of them, like Jaden Hardy. He was the one uh, with this like freshman class. It's now uh, Chet Holm, uh, like when they were in oh. I think juniors in high school. J- him and J- uh, Chet Holmgren's teams played each other. It was a pretty big deal. He was in the top part of this like freshman recruiting class with like Chet and Van Caro, Jabari Smith, guys like that. Um, so he was, you know, I was saying he kind of fell off a bit. Then I did a little bit saying not as much in like pull the collar, not as much as Imani Bates has for people who are in the know with that. But uh, um, so yeah, like Jaden Hardy's a guy. I'm excited to see him like chop it up with the, these guys. Um, sorry, my internet's been trashy. I finally connected to something that probably works. That's weird. It's my bad, y'all. Amateur hour over here, bro. Amateur hour. Um, yeah, so yeah, so that's great. Yeah, you see, uh, yeah, as you're kind of talking there, Joe, I'm kind of looking at his at his stuff. One of these says that he's you know, he's only 19, not going to be draft eligible for a little bit. Um, Who, Imani? uh, Hardy. Oh, uh, but yeah, because he was just like in a he must have just been in, yeah, he just. On January 8th, 2021, he opted out from the remainder of his senior season. He was named to the rosters from McDonald's All-American Jordan brand game of the Nike Hoop Summit. So, yeah, so he's just 19, usually to be um, draft eligible for the NBA. I believe you have to be one year out of high school. Um, so, yeah, so he's not eligible, draft eligible now, but he would be draft eligible next year, mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah, him and – him and Imani both reclassified. So, like, he was – before he went to the G League, he was really a high-level, like, top five-star, four-star, five-star guy. So, to see him out – to see him be able to be out there, that would be cool. And the sophomore roster, um, nice to see. Like, obviously, LaMelo, he's great. Um, Cole Anthony's been really good, surprising, like, his development over the last few years. Desmond Bain might be the most – Desmond Bain for most improved player. I'm going to throw that into the ethos. He's been awesome for the Grizzlies. Um, like his shooting ability and like 17 a game. He's been great. Sadiq Bay, a formidable player. Uh, nice to see him. Same as Tyrese Halliburton, uh, Halliburton and yeah, Tyrese like Maxey. All three of those. I don't know. Anything about guy like, I haven't seen a Kings game in like five years. I have nothing <laughs> about these guys. I like Halliburton from he, uh, Iowa State. Yeah, he's got a lot of game. Like he, if the if the Sixers were able to swing, I know the the thing I would want for the Sixers, like it would be to try to swing Simmons for like you could try to get Fox. Nah, but Fox the, if they were able, but yeah. if the Sixers were able to get Halliburton, that'd be really good. Halliburton's got a really good, really good potential. Maxie's been great though too for them. Anthony Edwards, like, talk about – I mean, he's ridiculous, man. <laughs> I There was a small portion of time where I didn't get it with Anthony Edwards. 
But then all of a sudden I watch like, a, you know, once you watch the tape, it's like, oh, okay. Yeah. That's why people love Anthony Edwards. He's different, man. I talk about games like he's a freak. I agree. Just athletically, he's just like leaps and bounds behind beyond a lot of guys. He didn't really show that at Georgia. Like I was telling my friend, I'm like, he showed enough to show, hey, I'm a top guy. And then I think he's all right. Well, I'm not going to, you know, he didn't really want to give 100%. Didn't want to risk injury. I get it. You know, these guys are, you know, obviously making money with their bodies. So I get it. But, uh, yeah, just crazy athleticism. All right. Anything else you guys want to talk about? I don't see any of the other participants for like the the Saturday night stuff, the dunk contest, and all that yet. Um, But I'm sure we'll hear about that at some point. Um, I'm weird. I like the three point shooting contest much more. I do. I don't mind it than the dunk contest. I don't get the dunk contest. I think that's all just arbitrary um, in there. But when the when the dunk contest, it's good. It's really good. But when it's bad, it's really bad. That's true. Like, that, that's that bad. is true. That's true. <laughs> that is because, true. Because you have <sighs> there's certain guys that get it. Like Dwight Howard, he got it. He understood it. Zach and Aaron Gordon, they got it. Um, even Derek Jones, when him and Aaron Gordon went had their one, like had their moment, like they got it. You know. And then sometimes you have like the dunk contest where John Wall is jumping over a dude in a red like jumpsuit. Like that's that's how it be sometimes. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes, sometimes it's just weird. Sometimes it's just not pretty. So yeah. Um cool. All right. Anything else you guys want to talk about before we close it out for the night? Nope. Everybody stay warm. Uh, week from today is the NBA trade deadline. We might jump back on if something major happens. Probably yeah. not. The NBA is usually not, you know, in for big. Ben Simmons going to get moved. Sacramento. Yeah. yeah. There's the options. Road, I'm going to do a uh, start over. Then we'll be on. But <laughs> I'm going to do a um, NBA trade dra- deadline draft lottery on Sunday with a guy with a friend of mine. We're going to talk hoops, college, and pro. And we're going to do. I have a theory. I have a thing. I'm going to. I kind of drew up in my head on the way over today. We're going to do an NBA trade deadline draft where, like, moves we want to see happen. Uh, Because there's a lot of stuff that could happen. The problem is it never does. So we'll see. We'll see. We'll see who actually is aggressive. Joe, make sure that you uh, link that on your Twitter, and we will um, make sure that we retweet that from from the main account. Um, as well to get some eyeballs on on that because yeah that's definitely something cool to people be interested in um absolutely uh what is joe since you are the new guy and we just lost sam um why don't you go ahead give folks your uh twitter handle and stuff let folks know where to find you um so that folks can follow you and then we'll do the same for sam if he comes back in me um as we head out the door here for sure. First off, I wanted to say I'm sorry about the internet amateur hour in this place. I don't know what the hell happened. That was bad, but uh, well, all right. Um, the next one, the next one won't be nearly as as Jamoki. Um, Twitter, Joe the Show QCSN, uh, or if you want to hear me, Joe the Show 365 on Twitter. If you want to see me yell a lot more and be much more provocative, um, that's the spicy Twitter. Uh, Facebook at uh, Joe the Show Winkle. That's old stuff. The Educated Ignorance podcast was, we're rolling out. 
Um, you know, some good stuff on the way. We got some guests. I got a guest or two lined up. The Bengal, we did the Bengals Chiefs side of the weekend on Tuesday that dropped. Hoping to do the Rams. Um, who'd they play? The Niners. The Niners Rams side yeah. here soon as well. And then this weekend we're gonna have, like I said, the, the plan is to have the my guy Omar who does another podcast. We've been trying to link for a while, and it's an idea I thought to have thought of today. I'm gonna throw out on this NBA trade deadline draft thing we're gonna probably do and talk a lot of college hoops as well, which is what, what my favorite sports talk about. So. Some good stuff coming on the way, man. I'm hyped to be a part of the team, man. There's a lot of good stuff going on here. Awesome, awesome. Yeah. And, we're, and we're and we're happy to have you too, um, Sam. We knew we normally don't do the Twitter thing, but I thought we since Joe was the new guy, we'd let him plug his Twitter handle and stuff. Um, you know, you want to plug yourself where folks can find you and all that kind of fun stuff. Yeah, I, I think mine's is on there. It's at Mark zero two two zero. I know me and Andrew used to do that, and I I see yours, Doug. So Joe, yeah, you could just type it in your name, and it'll just it should just show up on the um the screen, so everybody should see it. But that's my Twitter handle. Um, um I definitely don't have the great content that uh Joe does, but I, I definitely make sure I follow. Hey man, we're we're trying we're trying to push some narratives out here. Yeah, I'm just glad that uh I'm just glad that all my bad Chiefs takes that were in the first two months of the season <laughs> paid off. Man, I should have. I yelled about. Dude, I should have. I yelled about. I could have made so much money doing the NFL playoffs. <laughs> I, 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 I call Green. I call San Fran, Green Bay. Called Rams, Bucks. Called Bengals, Chiefs. Man, and I called another one. Yeah, but yeah. All right. <laughs> uh, another yeah, another thing I'm doing too. Next week, I'm gonna have a bunch of my friends in our like fantasy group chat that we all open high school buddies and stuff. It's going to be a shit show because it's going to be like seven people. But the goal is we're going to have us all do a Super Bowl preview sometime next week. Um, it's going to be the greatest, worst thing ever. It's probably going to be like two and a half hours, but who cares? It's going to be a lot of people yelling at each other. It's yeah, going to be like the boardroom, just got the green room, just guys screaming at each other. That's awesome. non like nonsensical. It's going to be awesome. Awesome. All right. And that will do it. I Like I said, I'm Doogie448. Um, there on Twitter. That's usually where you can find me. Um, sometimes I'm talking bulls. Sometimes I'm talking basketball. A lot of times I'm talking nerdy sci-fi stuff, um, Star Wars type <laughs> things on there. Um, yeah, I'm I talk everything. Yeah, I'm definitely all over the place. If, if, right if you there jump with on you. Instagram, you'll see you'll see the stuff that I cook because I do that. I'm kind of all over the place. Um, so yeah, I don't really kind of have that clear focus, but oh, uh, but that's that'll do it for us tonight. Um, Want to thank everybody for for hanging out with us um make sure you just give everybody a follow and we will see everybody next time all right see you